Hello and welcome. This is Reverend Mark Bishop, Interim Pastor here at St. Paul United Church of Christ in Wapakoneta, Ohio, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. We say this because we try to live God's extravagant welcome. You are always welcome to be a part of our family at St. Paul UCC here in Wapak. May God bless us abundantly as we worship together. Thanks be to God. It's unusual that I don't use a, a gospel lesson. It's really because uh, Philippians 2 is one of my absolute favorite pieces of scripture. Many scholars believe that it's an ancient hymn that was sung in the church long before letters were uh, written, long before the Gospels were lit written, and this, this gives it a kind of interesting twist, that it's a poem, a, a hymn that was recited. We'll come back to Philippians. First, I want to talk about the Old Testament story of thirst. We've been, we're on a roll here. This is three, three weeks in a row that we've heard stories of the newly liberated slaves complaining. Over and over and over, complaining. And this time they're complaining about thirst, even thirst unto death. You can't, you brought us out here and we're so thirsty, what are you trying to do? Kill us? I don't know. We probably have never been that thirsty. We just haven't. The question in our culture is, where's the nearest drinking fountain or restaurant that we can get something to drink? So we really have to put on our imagination to really understand the power of this story for a wandering people for whom they really didn't know where the next watering hole was and if when they got there thirsty whether it would be flowing or dried up. And so they learned something about God. They learned something about relying on God from this very real, very real world experience. 
You know, and we can get sidetracked on the debate about whether, you know, Moses struck the, uh, a big rock right in the middle of the rock and, and water squirted out like a water fountain. That's the way Cecil B. DeMille would depict it. Or whether this is a simpler story of knowing where there was a spring right below the surface that he struck the rock and water began to pour. We, we don't know actually what happened and I think it's a, it really gets us, arguments like that about interpretation often get us sidetracked so that we miss the main point. And the main point is that when we are desperately thirsty for God and God's guidance when we are desperately hungry, that God is there for us. If we but listen and obey. And so I, uh, I, can you bring that, that um, image up on the, uh, yeah. This is one of my favorite um, collectibles. As you can see, it's well-worn, it's missing one hand. But this is a, this is a, a Kachina doll from New Mexico. And I, I love this. I actually have a ring also uh, that I have worn for decades that, to remind me of this doll. It's a, a Hopi or Navajo um, dancer. And this is a rainmaker doll. And it's a favorite of mine because if you've ever, ever been to the Southwest, you know how dry it is. I mean, it is dry. It is dry. They get an annual amount of rain of 10 inches. In the entire year, they get 10 inches. We get 10 inches in a month sometimes here. The dryness is everywhere. And so you can imagine my surprise when I began learning about the Rainmaker doll. I always thought of the Rainmaker doll, you know, hoya, 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 you know, bring rain, right? Bring rain, bring rain. We're kind of trying to imagine that we can influence God and nature to bring rain. That's not why the rainmaker dances. The rainmaker dances out of gratitude for the rain. Now, if that doesn't twist your brain, you're not listening. Ten inches of rain a year, and they're dancing, giving thanks for ten inches. And I just love that because it always challenges me to be more grateful and less complaining and whiny about my needs. It's a challenge to me personally, this story of this Kachina, this dancer, this rain dancer. And I think that's what the scripture does for me also in Philippians. 
when it records the mystery of the, the kenosis, I used a Greek word in the, the title of my sermon, kenosis means the pouring out, the emptying of God. And this poem is about God emptying God's self and becoming a human being just like us. It's a version of the Christmas story, really, but the adult version. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. Being born in human likeness and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even death on a cross. And so it is obedience, humility, and emptying that are at the very core of the Christian faith. Not just for Jesus, but for us. And it is, I don't know whether you've ever thought about gratitude deeply but gratitude is something that that uh, you know I'm not I not a quick polite thank you note to god but true gratitude for every day everything every family member even the pain in the butt ones gratitude for the challenge to love people we don't even like. The challenge of understanding viewpoints that are different than us. And that's what gratitude can do. It can transform the downside of life, the hard part of life, and help us to see that we are with God's help, equal to the, to the task, that we can stay focused on the unity of the human family when the world claims that we're flying apart at the seams and we're doomed. We can hang on with strength of faith that we are one because God made us one. We don't know how we're going to stay one. We don't know how to get along sometimes. There's a lot of things that need to be worked out, but it is our faith that hangs on to world communion being a symbol that is not just something that would be nice, but is a reality that someday we may lay claim to. We're mindful of one world. 
And so we come to this table that we might, in an, an act of liturgy, celebrate that that we hang on to, the reality that God has created us as one human family, that the kingdom of God is coming, we can count on it, God is working among us, we can count on it, God is with us, regardless of how desperate our situation is, we can count on it. We pray that you have found blessing and enrichment in joining us for worship today, as we are truly blessed to have you worship with us. Peace and blessings to you, and thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support the ministries of St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, you can do so in three ways. First, you can mail in your gifts to St. Paul at P.O. Box 147, Wapakoneta, Ohio, 45895. Secondly, you can send your gifts online from our website, stpaulucc.com. Lastly, you can text the amount you would like to give by texting us at 844-971-1800. Come join us again at St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here.